1: Get to topic number two today, and I think this is one that people are gonna, people I think are gonna enjoy a little bit. We're gonna talk about CJ Carr. We're gonna have a little bit of fun with uh, CJ Carr today, talking about his game, and, and I and I gotta tell y'all, listening to what I listened to today, was just kind of, um, explaining why CJ Carr is ranked where he is by on three. I. I really don't understand it. It was a lot of kind of contradicting yourself. There was a lot of very revealing things that, that are not positive. Uh, I took from that a lot more emphasis is being placed on what CJ does at camps than what he has done on film. Uh, the interviewer kept trying to kind of bring it back to his season, and there just wasn't a lot of talk about that. Then he starts talking about how he throws a lot of quick. There just was a lot of nonsense, to be completely honest with you. And there's a reason that that ranking is much different than others. And I think it's a situation, and I've talked about this with CJ Carr, and there's a lot of people pissed off about his ranking with On3. And I wanted to address that, wanted to get into where I think CJ should be ranked.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: So number one, when you look at CJ Carr's ranking, Rivals has him ranked number twenty-one in the nation. ESPN has him ranked number thirty-five. Two four seven Sports has him ranked number thirty-sixth. I think those are all pretty fair rankings. I would probably have him closer to Rivals. Uh, it, it, I don't. I, I won't say that for sure. He earned a, a four and a half. I, wait a minute. Hold on. Is CJ? Did he get a? I forget what his grade was on Irish Breakdown. Let me just go look real quick. I think he's a five-star on the Irish Breakdown board, but I just want to be sure here real quick. Yes, he's a five-star, which is a top 25 caliber player. So obviously the rival's ranking makes sense. That's about where I would have him. Now, does that mean he's going to be number five or number 25, number 27, number 28? That remains to be seen because I haven't finished my rankings yet for the 2024 class. But to me, the floor has to be like that 35 to 40 range then you have on three and they have C.J. ranked as the number 192 quarterback in the country and the number 14 quarterback in the class and I think there can be some discussion with C.J. if you're someone and and one of the things that they talk about is well we we look at NFL draft for rankings well so does 247 and so does rivals and they don't have them ranked as low as you do then you look at and say well Okay, but he doesn't have a huge arm. Okay, well, neither does Aaron Nolan, who you just jumped all the way up to the number forties after what he did this summer. Uh, everyone that I have talked to that was there, everything that I've read about the about the elite eleven is CJ Carr and 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 Air Nolan were kind of right here, you know, kind of back and forth. You know, most people had Air just slightly better than CJ, but from a style of play standpoint, they're the same kid. I mean, they're they're, they're smart. They they read defense as well. I'm going to get to that in a second. They're accurate. They throw with great timing. Aaron Nolan puts up a lot better numbers because he plays in a system that allows him to put up a lot better numbers. And I got the impression that that was part of the conversation as well. The funniest part for me was when he said, and and I don't, I mean funny, not as in like ha ha funny, but just like just what was when the guy said that uh, CJ doesn't handle live defenses very well. He kept talking about whatever they did at the Elite 11. Number one, that's not what I was told by people who were there. I can't really argue with that, though, because I wasn't there. I People that I know watched him there and came away with a completely different impression of, of how he did in those settings. So, whatever. But here's the thing. At an Elite 11, that's not a live defense. That's seven on seven where C.J. Carr has been phenomenal all summer. But the other part is that's still not a live defense. A seven-on-seven seven defense is not a live defense. A live defense is one that can, can sack you. And so the fact that he was relying as much as he was on the Elite 11 stuff, I found puzzling and, and really misguided, to be completely honest with you. I think it, it shows a, a big flaw in the process. Uh, camp film, and I don't care if you've only seen him in person at a camp, that should never trump the film. There's this movement amongst younger evaluators uh, that, you know, I got to see a guy in person and that's fine. I'm all for seeing people in person. I would always prefer to see a guy in person if you can, but seeing a guy in person at a non-game situation should never trump what the film tells you. That's why people make mistakes at the NFL scouting combine. That's why people make mistakes based off pro day workouts. That's how people, I remember this with Ronald Jones several years ago with rivals. He was a highly ranked kid. I think he was a five-star goes to some rivals camp. There's like 30 backs there. He doesn't get a whole lot of reps. He drops a couple passes. Doesn't really stand out because he didn't get a lot of opportunities. And so they dropped them like out of the top 100. This is a kid that rushed for almost 3000 yards as a junior high school in Texas. Goes out as a senior, has another like 26, 27, 2800 yard year in Texas. Then he goes to the Army, the Under Armour All American ball, Bowl game, Bowl and balls out all we can practice, has a big run in the game, and all of a sudden his ranking goes back up. Well, it should have stayed there. But the problem was you put too much emphasis in a camp that you had, and that impacted your ranking and allowed you to, to ignore a kid that had rushed for like over 4000 yards coming into that season and who had film, forget the production because production can be a little misleading, but then the film shows an elite talent. And of course Ronald Jones goes to college and that's exactly what he was and he's a high draft pick and all that other kind of stuff. There's too much emphasis in my opinion from the recruiting services on what they do at camps. Having said that, the the camp evaluation of CJ Carr from everybody else is still different than this guy it'd be one thing if if everybody kind of was like you know cj didn't have the greatest elite 11 performance but we cared more about film that's not what's happening here his evaluation of cj carr was way different and i talked to a guy that was like dude i stood right by the guy the entire time cj was working out i know he saw exactly what i saw i don't know what he's doing so i i i don't know if it's personal for him I, I really can't give you the motivations. I just don't think he's very good at evaluating quarterbacks, to be completely honest with you. This is a guy that had Dante Moore ranked really low last year. And then he says in the interview that, well, Dante dominated at the All-Star game, so we jumped him back up in the rankings. Think about that for a second, folks. Think Think about that. Think about what that means. So Dante Moore goes out, plays four years of high school football, leads his team to a championship, dominant player, at camps, dominant player in in seven-on-sevens, uh, had good performances, put up big numbers, all, all the stuff that we saw that made him a five-star recruit. It wasn't until a freaking all-star game, because this guy saw him in person, that Dante goes and shows that, hey, I'm an elite player. And even then, they only jumped him up to number 20, but they at least gave him a five-star. But he was like around 50 going into that. Well, everybody else had Dante more, and it's the top five guy. So it shows a flaw in the process, but it also shows a flaw in your ability to evaluate quarterbacks. The fact that someone could watch CJ. Carr I mean, excuse me, watch Dante Moore and Jackson Arnold and rank Jackson Arnold ahead of Dante Moore tells me you don't really you don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks. Uh, when you look at C.J. Carr. And you're going to tell me that there are 13 quarterbacks in this class better than him. And then you're going to say, in, in sort of like a backhanded, uh, like a it, it was a comment that he made that was was almost like a, an insult to CJ without saying it about CJ. He starts talking about how this isn't a very good quarterback class. and all. So it's not a good quarterback class. And you think CJ Carr is the 14th best quarterback in the class. I just thought it was a very strange interview. When I look at some of the quarterbacks that have ranked ahead of CJ, you just kind of scratch your head and you're just like, I don't really know what we're doing here at this point in time. And the other part is there's a lack of consistency, things that he'll knock CJ for. He doesn't knock other players with a very similar physical skill set to CJ. So you just start getting to the point where you just feel like there's something personal here because this evaluation is so far off compared to what other people do. And so I, I, he, he dropped, they dropped Jaden Davis way down because Jaden Davis had a really bad Elite Eleven performance. CJ did not have a bad Elite Eleven performance. So according to anyone except this one guy, so it comes a point in time where either a you're terrible at evaluating quarterbacks or b there's something personal here with CJ that's making you say this. I I uh, texted a coach friend of mine who's a coach at a Power Five schools, very familiar with CJ, and uh, and I told him what this guy said, and he was just like that's one of the like that's one of the worst things I've ever i've I've ever seen, like I mean, it, it's about as dumb as it can get is the comment that I got about it. So you look at it and it's just there's not a lot of people to think this. and so that's the outlier. So what I would like to do is we're addressing it here today. We'll talk about CJ. We'll talk about the rankings. We'll talk about the flaws and the explanation. I don't want to keep talking about it after today. I'm addressing it today so that we can move on because a couple things about the guy that does the rankings, in about on three, I think he's way off on CJ. I don't know if he's not good at evaluating quarterbacks, if it's personal, he could just be wrong. I don't know the answer. The one, the one thing I want us to do, or the two things I want us to do is number one, I want us to stop overall talking about CJ Carr, uh, CJ Carr's rankings with on three. I want overall to stop talking about on three in general. But the point is, is I hear from people and we've refuted this before, there's a bias in his rankings towards Notre Dame. And I don't really think that's it. I think there's a bias with CJ Carr. I think that's the issue. I think the bias is with CJ Carr. There's something there with him that makes it seem very personal when it comes to CJ and where he's being critical of CJ in areas where he's not applying the same criteria to other people. When you're not applying that, that tells me there's some sort of personal bias that you have about this particular player for some reason. But there's also plenty of Notre Dame guys that he has ranked higher than everybody else. He has Kedron Young as a top 100 player. Anthony Knapp is a four-star top 200 player. Tyus Prescott is a four-star top 200 player. Uh, there's several guys he has ranked higher. He had a terrible ranking last year for Drake Bowen and Jaden Osbury. Terrible ranking. Like, stupid ranking. But he also has Ohio State commit Peyton Pierce, ranked as a three-star and outside the top 100 in the state of Texas. He doesn't have Kingston, Viliama, Asa ranked in the top 300. The guy's not good at evaluating linebackers. It's as simple as that, right? It's not personal about Notre Dame. It affects Notre Dame at that position. It affects Notre Dame at quarterback. C.J. Carr should be ranked as at least a top 50 player. That hurts Notre Dame's overall ranking. So there is an impact on Notre Dame when he's this wrong. To not have Jaden Osbury as a top 100 player, to not have Jake Drake Bowen as top 100 players was a mistake. But he also had Jeremiah Love ranked higher than anybody else. Charles Jagasaw ranked higher than everybody else. Uh, Sullivan Absher, I believe, ranked higher than everybody else. So when you look at it from that standpoint, we have to be willing to say, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong for this reason. Here's what I see. Without it always turning it into, this guy hates Notre Dame. Because if you really break down the on three rankings, they're not. there is no Notre Dame bias they're, I think, seventh. I think the stat we had the other day, I, did, I actually did the research on this on the message board, and I, I think the number was like seven of Notre Dame's 20 commits on three has ranked higher than everybody else, and there's another four or five that they have ranked second highest over everybody else. So Rivals was closest. Rivals had, I think, six guys ranked higher than everybody else. They have Peter Jones ranked higher than everybody else. Bronte Johnson ranked higher than everybody else. CJ Carr ranked higher than everybody else. I think Cam Williams, I believe, is also ranked higher uh, than everybody else on on right on on three. So I'm actually going to pull this up real quick and just give you guys the give you guys the data. So on three has CJ Carr has excuse me on three has um, Cam Williams ranked higher than everybody else. They have Hedron Young ranked higher than everybody else. They have Logan Thomas ranked higher than everybody else. They're second for, for uh, Micah Gilbert. They are second for Aeneas Williams. They have Styles Prescott ranked higher than everybody else. Bryce Young ranked higher than everybody else. They have Anthony Knapp ranked higher than everybody else. And there's one more, I believe, like a lower-ranked guy that's not real high. I think Kennedy Erlacher or, or somebody like that. Tabron Benny Powell is the other guy. So there's seven right there that they have ranked higher than everybody else. Um, and then actually, I think you could make a case for Teddy Rezac from a positional standpoint, but they have him lower in the state of Nebraska. So I don't really count him. So that's seven. And then rivals is, is I think next one behind. So rivals has CJ Carr higher than everybody else. Bronte Johnson higher than everybody else. They're second for Keedron young. They are second for Logan Thomas. They are, they have Aeneas Williams ranked higher than everybody else. They have Peter Jones ranked higher than everybody else. They have Leonard Moore ranked higher than everybody else. They have Bodie Cahoon ranked higher than everybody else. Uh, And actually they have Jack Larson of the, of the non top 300 guys uh, phone and Bodie and Jack Larson. So they're actually tied with, so there's not a bias towards Notre Dame there. There is a poor quarterback evaluation problem that has been consistent with this guy. In my opinion, the last few years, So if we can have the conversation and I'm all for it as far as where should CJ be ranked, but I want us to kind of stop every time there's a negative ranking about Notre Dame to say that there's a bias about everybody. If you, now that doesn't mean that there's not bias. I think there's a bias in two, four sevens rankings. That's me personally, because I see a trend that's happening there with Notre Dame players after they commit seeing a big drop in their rankings. That to me, is a problem. I don't. I, when I look at On3's recent rankings update, some guys went up, some guys went down. I thought, again, there's a lot I don't agree with, but there was no trends that are anti-Notre Dame trends. And, and that is the case with rivals in the past, and then also with 247 now. I think 247 is really the only one that I look at right now, and I say that's a clear Notre Dame bias in what they're doing. That's my opinion in it. Okay, so let's stop with the whole he hates Notre Dame. I don't think he hates Notre Dame. I think there's a C.J. Carr bias is more so what the problem is with him. Uh, Here's where I think he gets it wrong. I think he undersells C.J.'s physical tools. I think C.J. Carr doesn't get nearly enough credit for people only see him at camp settings for his athleticism and playmaking ability. I think C.J.'s arm talent is better than given credit for by some of these people. I think his accuracy is outstanding. I think the notion that he doesn't play well, that he doesn't read defense as well and doesn't play well against live defense, because that's what that means. Right. Is, uh, you know, if you say someone doesn't handle live situations, well, what you're saying is they don't read defenses very well. I think that's incredibly misguided. There's things you can say about CJ that I would say, hey, that's a that's a fair thing. He's not the biggest kid. He's maybe six, two and a half. He's a you know, kind of skinny. He's, he's got a decent, you know, muscular that situation there, but like he's still on the skinny side. Uh, doesn't have a great frame he's not going to be 225 pounds when it's all said and done his arm is not a bazooka that was also a thing that we would say about Dante last year I think that can be a little bit overrated in my opinion I I think obviously if you can have a strong arm great but there's a lot of great quarterbacks in college without it so even if you're looking at it from an NFL standpoint there's guys ranked much higher than CJ Carr whose arm strength is not any better than what CJ Carr's is and, and some that are their arms aren't as strong as CJ Carr. So I think that's another one. And I think the notion, the biggest one that he got wrong is, is the one I heard today. He said, he doesn't think CJ Carr handles live situations very well. I thought that was probably one of the more absurd things that you could say about CJ. I have been told by people at elite 11s. I've been told by coaches in the business, multiple coaches in the business. I've been told by a lot of different people that know this stuff. It's one of the smartest kids that you're going to find and And that's not just on the board, but that's what you see on film as well. So I, I don't get where that comes from. I think CJ Carr is a clear five star talent. I think especially for me, I do college rankings. I could understand someone who votes who bases their rankings off of NFL. I could understand them not having CJ Carr as a five star. I could because of the body. I think that's the big thing for me. I don't base rankings off of that. I base rankings off of what I think guys are going to be in college because that's what you should be evaluating high school players for is what they're going to be in college. Then let the NFL evaluators rank and grade guys for what they're going to be going in the NFL. I think it's kind of silly to be looking at it, especially when you're doing like younger class rankings. So you're telling me when um, when you are looking at that's a great question, Jay Carr. But you're telling me when you're looking at a kid who's a a 2025 players, so a rising junior in high school, you're telling me that you're looking at that kid based on what you think he's going to be in the National Football League? He's 16 years old. That's an absurd thing for me. So I don't do that. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. I think it should be about we're ranking kids based off what they're going to be in college. I think part of the reason they do that is because it's easier to 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 grade and evaluate your ranking when you say five star, you know, X number of NFL draft picks, or we had this guy ranked here, he was drafted here, where otherwise you're just trying to evaluate, okay, what kind of college career do they have? I don't know. Maybe that's it. I, I don't understand why they do it. I think it's kind of silly. I think you should be evaluating high school prospects and projecting them to what they're going to be in college. That's what the Irish breakdown rankings are. Uh, when we do our grade, that's what the CFB nation rankings will be. When we eventually launch that channel and launch those rankings, it will be about what we project them to be in college. I don't care if a guy is not a good NFL player. It doesn't matter to me a lick. What I care about is what they are in college. We've seen a lot of great high school college football players that just weren't big time NFL prospects for whatever reason, because the NFL is looking for different things in college football. And that's what our rankings are going to be. But I could understand someone doing that type of ranking, saying, "I don't know if I want to put CJ Carr with Dylan Rayola is, because Dylan Rayola is got a thicker body. You know, he's over 200 pounds. He's got you know a sturdier lower body. He's got a bigger arm. That's fine. Whatever you you can do that. I, I, I'm okay with that. I really am, as long as that's your criteria. The issue for me when it comes to CJ Carr and on three is there's an inconsistency in the application of the criteria. Um, so when you look at the other services, the ones that have them 35th and 36, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm fine. I would have him a little higher. I have him as a five-star, but I'm, I'm truly okay with that. He needs to be no lower than 50 in my view, if you're going to look at it for on three. So that's, that's where I would have CJ Carr. Uh, that's where I think the, the misguided nature is. And we're going to wrap this thing up by watching a little film of CJ Carr, And we'll see, we'll see. We'll just remind ourselves what kind of player that Notre Dame is getting here, because as we've talked about before, this is not only a great leader of the class. Also, Cam Williams is a great leader in the class. Jer- uh, Jack Larson's a great leader in the class. So we're we're, we're loving that. Carson Hobbs. But this is also a very talented football player. So let's 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 get into C.J. Carr's film a little bit. We're going to have a little fun with this before we dive into the mailbag. For those who join late, Ryan is on the back end today. He's actually able to star some questions, and he's going to bring them in. So Ryan's going to be able to help out the mailbag today. So we actually will have a mailbag today. So if you want to get some questions in, feel free to get that in. But let's watch a little C.J. Carr film here. So, again, just to wrap up before we do this, let, let's kind of move on from the on three CJ car conversation. It is what it is. Uh, I don't really care it, moving forward, what the ranking is. They're going to do what they're going to do. We have our ranking where we are. Uh, I think it's time for us to move on. And every time they come up with a new ranking, we don't need to obsess over what this guy says about CJ car. So uh, if you think he's a five-star, I, that's all that matters. If I think he's a five-star, that's all that matters to me. Right. So let's move on. But I think the one thing we can all agree on is C.J. Carr's a heck of a football player. So that's what the focus is going to be on moving forward when it comes to C.J. and and the conversations that we're going to have about him.